Hello and welcome to another Autumn Chrome podcast. This is number seven and this is about new changes to Autumn Chrome. In this episode, going to go through what's happening, the changes and all that kind of thing. So if you've listened to the other episodes, so from one to six, I'll mention that, you know, come see us on our Instagram page, which is still there. However, we've actually now moved to a Facebook page, which is called Autumn Chrome. And the reason for this is because Dave and I have been really chatting at great lengths and writing, you know, brainstorming and, you know, really looking at Autumn Crone and with perimenopause, what do we want to do and how do we want to do it, you know, thinking in the present moment, long term and all that kind of thing. And what is the best way to deliver that and get our message out? Because our message is about spreading awareness, education, um, about all things menopause, bringing it out of the taboo closet and out into the open. I'm, um, I've noticed hugely a lot of comments and reading women's stories and all that sort of stuff about, you know, I wish I had known about menopause, you know, I could have been more prepared for it. You know, I've seen so many women that just don't know what's going on and I'm one of them I was one of them you know um after my last baby at 36 I had a elective emergency cesarean that's another story and at that time I had my tubes taken out after I had uh our last baby I breastfed I still get my periods that's unfortunately breastfeeding never stopped that but ever since then my periods never went back to normal uh well so-called normal um, you know they got heavier and so heavier it's like a crime scene and the pain and you know they became shorter cycles and spotting you know and if you do have changes although during perimenopause changes to your menstrual cycle is part of that they can become shorter in the early part of perimenopause and as time goes on through your journey of perimenopause it will get longer like further and further apart until you hit that anniversary of uh, 12 months and no period and then you've hit menopause the next day you post menopause so um and one of the things with perimenopause is <laughs> oh the brain fog and you know concentration and forgetfulness like you know I'll be talking halfway through a conversation I'll say to Dave what are we talking about again I've just totally drawn a blank or halfway through a sentence so you will find throughout these podcasts or when I do Facebook lives and all that kind of stuff, halfway through sentences, I, I, and I do have notes in front of me, but I just get a blank, you know, and that's normal part of perimenopause and, but not knowing that, you know, like it's, it's scary, you know, I have a background in nursing. I did my nursing over 20 years ago. I did my naturopathy and Western herbal medicine 10 years ago. And The reason why I'm bringing this up is so they're very kind of medical health kind of areas. And yes, menopause was mentioned, but not at great lengths. You know, you hear, yes, you get hot flushes and night sweats and, you know, you might hear a couple of little things. But that was about it. 
I never knew menopause was just one day and I didn't know that perimenopause, you know, some women just their periods stop and that's it and other women on the other end of the scale go through hell to the point where um, to show you how of an impact perimenopause can have on your mental health and your well-being and your life in general if you look at the suicide rates for women it is around that 45 to 50 ish give or take um area so you know what's going on you know for a lot of women in that area or in those ages sorry it's perimenopause and for me my mental health I've tried to always be really proactive with it and because mental health runs mental health issues run in my family uh especially the women um like my nana's mum had just went and disappeared left her two daughters with their father and you know my nana had committed suicide when I was 12 and my mum when I was 17 so and perimenopause I kind of looks like it goes early in our family so in the 30s um the medical profession aren't quite really educated either on this so they you know my doctor goes you're not 51 therefore you can't be perimenopause yet I've had a specialist gynecologist say after he listened to me and goes and then he asked a few questions and he go and I go it's perimenopause he goes yep sure sounds like it because I would say that you're perimenopausal but my doctor won't believe him. So, you know, it's quite interesting. So the medical profession doesn't even have that much knowledge um, or education, I should say, in that area. Um, and there is no test for perimenopause, so it makes it really difficult. But back to my mental health. So I've always been proactive. I've seen counsellors. I've seen psychologists whenever I felt I needed to. You know, I've done a lot of mindfulness work, meditation work and all these kind of things over since I was a teen. Last year, I remember standing there and talking to Dave and just kind of not admitting defeat, but just like, I think I'm going crazy, I said. I think whatever happened to the women in my family, it's getting me. It's happening to me. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't seem to get on top of it you know it's the more I seem to try to do things it didn't help you know I made dramatic changes we went strictly vegan you know um, exercising but then I ended up with it I've got endometriosis I found out when I had a hysterectomy in February this year so you know I I just thought I was going crazy and whew looking at what happened to the women in my family it's kind of scary like it's petrifying scary anyway so and Dave's amazing he's so supportive and understanding and I'm very lucky because I always talk talking with him about things and how I feel is a huge help and um, it wasn't until I think it was it was either late last year or early this year or something and I had been diagnosed with fibromyalgia I think it was 2019 and I was looking on YouTube because I'd spent a lot of time in bed, only up until about not even two months ago. I've actually getting up and starting to feel a bit more human due to a new specialist, a new medication, like a new treatment plan. And um, I stumbled on a video on YouTube, uh, something about like 
fibromyalgia versus perimenopause. I'm like, what's this about? They're not saying or everyone that's got perimen- uh, fibromyalgia, because males, men have it too, is perimenopause. Not saying that at all. I do, there is, needs to be a lot more research into fibromyalgia. And um, I read it, I watched this video and I'm like, oh my God. When it comes to signs and symptoms, I seem I can tick off more in the perimenopause than I can in the fibromyalgia. So, and then I quickly messaged Dave at work and I said, told him. And, you know, that night we're both on our phones, heavily researching it, going through. And he goes, oh, my God, it sounds like it. Like, he goes, this makes more sense than fibromyalgia. No wonder all the things we were doing trying to work through and with the fibromyalgia really wasn't working at all. I was getting worse. And so this year has been a huge deep dive into perimenopause and and what shocked me more than anything was the lack of awareness and we're not told about it like it's some dirty little secret in the closet, we can't talk about it. But yet all women or all female women assigned at birth, right, um, will go through perimenopause at some stage, you know. Um how come we're not talking about this this has been going on since the start of time why isn't we know about puberty because puberty is kind of like we go from the little girl we go through puberty we come this is very general because it's not not everyone becomes fertile but there's that fertile period and then when our eggs run out we go through perimenopause and then we hit menopause menopause perimenopause is kind of like going back to the little girl obviously not because we've had still got the female body but it's where the hormone starts you know dropping and all that kind of stuff we all know about puberty we I don't know about you but you know I was spoken about that from family you know from my stepmother to my mother um at school you know we had health studies we went through sex ed and body changes you know and I remember when my younger sister wanted to know where did babies come from um you know it's out there and it's we talk about it and you know I remember as a little girl growing up and you know getting close to that you know probably what they call preteen now I couldn't wait to get my period I couldn't wait to grab grow some breasts and you know grow up be an adult you know I was really looking forward to it you know so there's this whole uh awareness around going from a child to puberty and all that kind of stuff and becoming fertile and how you get pregnant and contraception and STDs or STIs I think they're called now and all that kind of stuff but there's nothing on menopause i.e go through menopause your eggs dry up and that's it your period stop but they're not talking about the perimenopause and the symptoms and all that kind of stuff so that's a long way around all of this but this is what we are trying what Dave and I are wanting to create is a community where women come together through perimenopause even before menopause or post or before perimenopause sorry you know so women can be prepared be aware and you know I I find awareness is you know and knowledge is so powerful and I sit there and I think if I'd truly known more deeply and more awareness and more knowledge on perimenopause I wouldn't I don't think I would have suffered for so many years and just and think that I'm going crazy and and I don't say that lightly like that was really hard for me to even say out aloud because it scared the absolute crapper out of me because of my family history but once I learned about perimenopause 
It was a breath of fresh air. I know I'm not going crazy. My body's going through this massive transformation. If you remember what puberty was like, I mean, you've got to look at teenagers. A lot of women that are going through perimenopause are actually got teenagers. So you've got, you know, and you, as teenagers, our bodies go through this massive transformation. And so does a perimenopause, but it also affects your brain and your mental health, your emotional health. And it has such a huge impact. Like there's a fair few studies done on this. You know, it affects women's marriages, their work life, their, their, their relationships with every single person. You know, I know for me, my, you know, when we had our old business and all that, I could get up and do Facebook lives and I was very present and out there and once perimenopause, it was like going from the dark into a cave. I, I wasn't confident. I hid away. I used to be a very social person. Now I just stay in. I mean, I had also endometriosis and adenomyosis as well. So that had a huge impact on top of the perimenopause. And, you know, and it's like now actually I have a dear soul sister that I've known for over 20 years and she's going through it because she came, I went and saw her and she goes, I don't know what's going on. I'm putting on weight. What the hell? I've, I haven't changed my diet. I haven't, I'm still, you know, she does walk and I haven't changed anything. You know, I don't know what the hell's going on with me. And I'm like, honey, because she had a hysterectomy many years ago too, but has her ovaries. And I said, I think it's menopause. You're going through perimenopause. She goes, oh, really? Oh, okay. And we had a huge discussion. And now we met, message each other, go, oh my God, you know, like, especially when you have that, those um, times when you have those rage moments, all of a sudden you just feel rage. And I'm not talking just light rage like I remember saying to Dave you know I felt all this rage one day and I was driving I'm like I just felt rage and thank god no one got my way because I would have rammed him with my car and he looked at me and I'm like I'm serious I was in that mood he's like oh and you know and I'm like but there was no guess reason it wasn't like I was upset or somebody said something to me you know and that happens when you estrogen drops in your body your cortisol goes up because estrogen helps buffer cortisol which is that one of our stress hormones so you know if your estrogen drops suddenly your cortisol can go up real high and you know that's a real like adrenaline rush you know oh yeah you know so um now, like, I'll, I'll just message, you know, my girlfriend and go, oh, I'm feeling this way and she'll do the same. And then when we get together and we just have these laughs and, you know, and it's just, and we walk away feeling better. You know what I mean? So we're wanting to create community so women can come together. And, you know, Dave's going to be sharing his um, experience uh, with going through perimenopause with me and all that kind of stuff because you know it's not just women that need to be educated about it it's men as well and all others because the more that we know about this the more we understand about it the more we can be passionate and supportive to each other I look back over the last 20 years before my perimenopause started and I some of the women I've worked with and interacted with personally and professionally and that I look back and go, oh my God, I thought they were just bitches. I thought they were just horrible people. And I'm like, actually, they fit right into that perimenopause kind of, you know, age-ish, you know, because I say age-ish because, like I said, the medical profession, a lot of them go, oh, you're not 51, so therefore you can't be. They don't realise some women start in their late 30s and 40s is 
generally there like a lot in that area like happens in there but at the same time in saying that there's some women in their 50s and 60s still having regular cycles and haven't had menopause or perimenopause yet so you know this is why it's in everyone's um, perimenopause journey is unique so um, you know but coming together to get more awareness and some helpful I call them sit suggestion ideas and tips you know there's no one thing that's going to help it's about trying like I can try something and it works then it stops working then something that didn't work work before does now you know so it's really just it's like a real crazy roller coaster ride but when you've got a community and others that you can sort of go blah 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 blah, blah or oh that's why that's happening cool got it you know, for me now, I sit there and go, if all of a sudden I feel agitated, anger, rage, and just uh, real snappy, and I'll just sit there and go, oh my God. In the past, I used to try and go, oh, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong, and try pretending nothing's wrong, which never worked anyway. It just means I snapped and lost my shit and all that kind of stuff. But now what I'll do, I'll say to, and I'll sit there, and when I, when I get these feelings, I'll go, am I upset on something? Is something bothering me? Like I really check in and sit with it and I'm like, no, must be a perimenopause thing. So I'll say to Dave, I'm feeling really agitated and I've sat with it. I can't think of anything that may be contributing to it, but it's perimenopause. Just saying that to him takes seems to take the power out and I can just breathe a bit deeper and I can sort of relax. The feelings are still there, but it's not like... I'm trying to hold it all in and contain it and pretend it's okay when it's not. You know, that whole good girl and good girls don't get angry and, you know, you've got to be, you know, that whole positivity, which is, there is a thing, toxic positivity, and it's pretty rampant. Um, You know, we're human and we have all these um, range of emotions and all that. And when we feel ones that society says that are bad, you know, like anger and rage and all that kind of thing, but we can't suppress them. We can try and suppress them, but it'll only come up. So really wanting to create a community where women can come together and just be able to breathe and not feel alone. And, you know, so this is why we've made some changes to how the platforms we use and how we want to get our message across and connect. So, we do have a longer term goal of, you know, having a Facebook group community. I've noticed they've changed the names from group slash community now. And it will be paid. It'll be at a lower cost because I don't believe in having high exuberant prices. This isn't elite. I don't want to make it elite. I want to make it accessible for every, every woman to be able to join. It'll probably be just a few dollars a month, um, but it'll... That allow, and the reason why there's still a cost on it because I can't. <laughs> Who could afford to work? If I could work for free and give it all for free, I would. However, we need to pay our bills and eat as well, and you know, look after our children. So, you know, so that's our, a bit of a down the track. You know, creating a paid um, community and you know, doing workshops and you know, offering support and posts and. You know, just be able to connect with each other and, you know, just sort of not feel alone. And my other thing is I really want to bring back the love and respect for the older woman, the crone, right? So the crone is normally your post-menopause, menopause menopause and post. Um, 
Each woman has a different definition. For me, that's it. So there's three stages to the triple goddess. The maiden, which is when you first start your bleed to when you become a mother. Next stage is mother. Now, mother varies from person to person. For some, it's becoming, carrying, having a baby or having children. Um, For some, it may be nurturing their career, nurturing their business, nurturing fur babies or animals or caring for relatives or parents you know so mother doesn't necessarily mean having children either so and then for me um, the crone is your post-menopause so when your period stops so but I learned about this in between so the autumn crone so autumn's about letting go you know like the leaves falling and everything like that so it's that in between stage so it's bringing, um, and I really want to hear, and I'm not seeing, I'm hearing a lot of stories about women and their suffering through perimenopause, but there's not much out there about women sharing their postmenopause stories. I've heard little bits that it does get better. You might get the odd hot flush or night sweat, but it does get better. And the thing is, because we're living longer, so back in the days, you know, women had a huge amount of babies so they really didn't have as many periods as what we're having now because by the time they carry a baby uh, most women don't bleed po- when they breastfeed um, you know and then they're having other children and it was just you know they had a lot of children and contraception and awareness wasn't around so much as much as it is now so you know and then with an average lifespan of 40 odd so by the time you got to sort of perimenopause and all that kind of stuff was the end of the life our I think the average woman's lifespan it's in the 80s so when you look at those numbers majority so we've got little girl then we've got when we start our period we become the maiden the mother so when you hit crone you could still live for another 30 or 40 years you know so majority of your life may be in that post-menopause stage so why aren't we talking about it you know, I really want to try and connect with other, like women that are postmenopause to share their story because some of the little bits of stories I've heard, and it's like, yes, it does get better. And you're like, oh, I need to hear that, especially when you're having a hell of a ride in perimenopause and it's year after year after year after year. You're like, does this ever get better? Like, when's it going to end? Like, it's, you know. And so hearing postmenopause women's story, you're like, oh, it's going to get better. You know, this may take 10 years, but it does get better. So one of my long-term goals is to really, you know, share a lot of women's stories, get it out there. And then from that, also educating the men, you know, in our house. I talk to our children. We have boys and girls, you know, like about it and what menopause is yeah it sort of goes over their head they're not really interested however they're seed plantings so our girls when they're later on in life can come up and go hey mum or bow because I have stepchildren you know this is happening there's like oh I remember you saying it when we were younger you know all the boys might go hey I've noticed some women or people around me are feeling you know what can I do you know, and that's where Dave's going to be sharing some of his experiences and his knowledge and wisdom from his point of view as well. Because there's not stuff out there for men to help support their women. And there are some men out there that really want to help their partner to support them and 
be there and understand, but they don't. And this is breaking down a lot of marriages, right? Like some marriages come to the end, like totally get that and understand that. But some of that are ending because perimenopause is causing a shitstorm. So I know in my last podcast I've said come over to Instagram, we are there and I do look on it, but we are really looking at, um, we're going to Facebook now and we'll create a Facebook uh, group community um, down the track and really bring that connection and awareness to women and others, you know. Um, just looking over my notes because I do get sidetracked. You know, I have a couple of notes and it's quite interesting to see what comes through when, as I start talking and all that kind of stuff. So, but I just thought this one, um, the last week I've been really working on this Facebook page and getting things ready and posting and, you know, how you post on Instagram to Facebook can be quite different in like photo sizes and links and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, so we're trying to make it um, easier on Facebook. So when we have our page community that there's that link there and all that kind of stuff. And also to following our page, you kind of get a little bit of an idea how the group is. However, there'll be more into the group and um, yeah, but that'll be coming later because <clears throat> at the moment I'm also studying to become a counsellor so I have qualifications in childcare, nursing, uh, naturopathy, western health medicine, life coaching, I do have a proper qualification in that and I'm studying counselling because I felt I've noticed with, <clears throat> pardon me, with perimenopause too, a lot of things come up, some things that we've been suppressing especially through teenagehood actually I've noticed things come up and things that may not have been resolved and things that have been pushed down start to come up. So, you know, I really want to use the counselling to really help women to shift that stuff and to really feel good and feel better about themselves so they can enjoy the rest of their life in the way that they truly desire. So do come over to our Facebook page. It's Autumn Crone. And, um, you know, you'll find this podcast post there. So, you know, what are your takeaways, you know, or if you've got questions or if I haven't explained something um, clearly or it doesn't make sense or you'd like to know more, do let me know. I'm not going to be offended. I'm very aware that I don't explain things the best all the time and in a way that everyone that's listening understands and that's okay. So... (coughs) Or you might say, oh, I would like to know a bit more about aligned eating or body movement or lifestyles or, you know, what can I do, you know. Um, Come and let me know, you know. So, or we've got other posts there and all that kind of thing. Come and let us know. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for being here and I look forward to connecting. Lots of love. Bye.